Hello, and thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast under the leadership of our senior pastor, Sharita L. Smith. Here we are a ministry that believes in faith, healing, and deliverance. We pray that the word of God will touch you, bring you direction, correction, and deliverance. We thank you for listening. Enjoy the message. And remember, we love you to life. Hallelujah. One more time while we're going into uh, Philippians. Uh, Look at somebody else real quick and just tell them I thank God. Hallelujah. You don't even understand. Me sitting here today is a testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I dare you to push through. Y'all better push through. Y'all better push through. Hallelujah. You better push through. Hallelujah. You better push through. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, one more time. Just put your hands together. And let's celebrate the King. Let's celebrate the King of Kings. Let's celebrate the King of Kings. Hallelujah. Celebrate the King of Kings. Hallelujah. He's worthy. He's worthy today. Amen. He's worthy today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, we're going to talk for a few moments. Uh, this, this room, this room, this room has been saturated for whatever for whatever you need today this room somebody better grab it this room glory to God don't be so consumed with other stuff going on around you that you miss this moment this room has been saturated consecrated for whatever you need today hallelujah thank you Jesus If it's peace that you need, this room has been saturated for it. If it's joy that you need, this room has been saturated. All you got to do is just lift your hands and say, Lord, I surrender to the saturation that's in this room. If it's joy, the room is saturated with it. If it's clarity, if it's understanding, if it's answers, this room has been saturated with what you need on today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We don't move by program. We move by the unction and the function of the Holy Spirit. Higher glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Whatever you need, it's in the room. It's in the room. It's in the room. It's in the room. 
that's in the room. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. At any moment where you feel that you need a release, when you feel that the word of the Lord is applying to you, it's applying to your situation. Amen. All you got to do is receive it. Open yourself up to receive it. Amen. Stop playing, Mike, because you shift me to a different flow. Amen. Today we want to talk from uh, several passages of scripture. And this month, don't stop worshiping. Uh, continue to get your breakthrough uh, while others are listening. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We'll be, we'll be coming from uh, the book of Philippians, the second chapter. Um, and our theme for this month is what are you thinking? We're going to deal with the thoughts or the thinking of man. Hallelujah. This is why we got to get our place, y'all. So that as God is moving, as God is delivering, as God is healing, amen, we'll have our prayer room, amen, so that they can get the complete uh, uh, deliverance, the, the complete manifestation of what God desires to do in their life. Amen. That's not a distraction to me. So don't allow it to be a distraction to you. Amen. In fact, in your heart, continue to be praying that the full manifestation of God uh, will be her portion on today. Amen. Amen. So we'll be, we'll be talking about what are our thoughts? What are the, God wants to deal with the thoughts and the thinking of man. Amen. And when we talk about the thinking or the thoughts of man, he's not talking uh, gender specific. He's talking about the body of Christ. He's talking about uh, the kingdom uh, uh, citizens of God. Um, Last month, we talked from the theme that it is broken. Something has to break, right? And so now that there are some things or some areas in your life that have been broken, uh, are you ready for the blessings of God? You've got to understand that before God blesses anything, he has to break it first. Notice that even when we begin to partake uh, in communion and you uh, begin to read that particular passage, the uh, Bible dis distinctly declares that he broke the bread. Amen. He broke life. He broke the word y'all y'all let me let me say that again I, I said you'll read in the text where he he broke the bread the word of God he broke life he is the life he is the bread 
So he had to break life in order to bless it. Oh, y'all gonna make me plow and I'm for the, listen, we, we for 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 the sake of those that uh that they'll understand uh, when you start asking God to bless you, God is going to begin to break you. God will break your life in order to bless it. Uh, you trying to figure out what's going on you prayed the prayer God bless me you prayed the prayer God enlarge my territory he said are you ready to be blessed can you stand to be blessed then let me see how you're going to take this brokenness and so you've got to understand that in order to be blessed you've got to be broken and you've got to understand that it's in that broken place that the enemy wants to come and cause you to abort your deliverance it's in that broken place that the enemy wants to come to cause you to abort your breakthrough it's in that broken place that the enemy will come to cause you to out on the next move of God. Because it's in that broken place that the enemy will begin to speak to you. You've got to understand that there is a process in between the breaking and the blessing. Come on here. There is something in between. And if the in between can stop you from getting to the blessing, that is the purpose of the enemy. Everybody wants to shout about the blessings and the overflow of God. When you start praying dangerously, You've got to understand that the enemy is going to be on your trail. So now, now that we have been broken. Now that we can make the declaration, people of God, that something broke in my life. Glory to God. Now that you can decree and declare that where I once was, I no longer am. Hallelujah. Now that you can decree and declare that I have renewed strength. Now that I'm making declarations like that because I'm excited about the breaking. But you've got to get just excited about the process so watch this here 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 we've got to understand in the book of philippians uh the second chapter in the fifth verse fifth verse fifth verse it says let this mind be in you which was also in christ Jesus, it's going to all make sense after a while because you're trying to figure out why is she talking about our mind being in Christ Jesus and we just went through a broke experience and now 
believing God for the blessing because in between the brokenness and the blessing, the enemy is going to mess with your mind to cause you to abort what you got in the beginning so that you'll never make it to the end of a thing. And if the enemy can wear you out in the middle of it, glory to God, you will never reach the fullness of what God has for you in the end. So now that something has been broken, what have you filled that broken place with? So he says, he says, he says in Philippians, he says, you got to let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, right? Watch this. It's going to make sense. We had an opportunity to shout now. We got to get some word in us so that we can make it to our place of blessing. Amen. Proverbs 23 and 7. It says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Solomon, he writes, he says, as a man thinketh in his heart. Scripture declares, if it's in your heart, that's who you are. Watch this. I'm going to talk today. Because we're going to walk this thing out through the whole month. Because until we get control of our thinking pattern, our lives will never shift. And will never be what we dreamed or envisioned. So you got to understand that your heart and your mind is connected. Watch this. It says, even though the brain and the heart are located far from one another in the body, they are, in, they are intertwined, connected, and have a significant impact on how each other functions. You function according to how you think. You function according to the process uh, of your heart. Watch this. I'm going to help us. Don't get bored. Don't get tired yet. The two organs communicate via the muscular walls around the heart, which are connected to the brain and a circulatory system. As the brain releases hormones, telling the body what to do. Receptor cells in your blood vessels pick up these messages. In addition, there are nerve endings that travel from the brain to the muscular walls of the heart. These nerves send messages to the muscle tissue to either relax or to contract, meaning to get you all anxiety and hyped up. So here we understand that the brain and the heart functions as one, right? Watch this. You have got to come to a place where he says, let this mind be in you, be in you, that was also in Christ Jesus. 
The moment that you begin to seek out salvation and salvation begins to become your portion. And after salvation, that of the Holy Spirit of God is manifested in your life. You begin to then come to a place of understanding. The Holy Spirit has to now intrigue my mind with a different level of thinking. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Well, what mind was in him? The mind of Christ was the word of God. In his mind, he allowed people to be inspired to write what he felt in his heart. And put it on paper so that we can be able to partake what was in his mind. So anything that goes against the mind of Christ goes against the word of God. This thing ain't deep. It ain't spooky. Listen, the enemy wants to leave us ignorant and to our own devices. And he wants us to believe that the things of God is so mysterious that it's impossible for us to be able to maintain it and, and grasp it and walk it out. He said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. This was in him. And what's in you will come out. That's why he says what a man think in his heart. So is he. Watch this. You've got to understand that the heart is the home of the personal life. And it hits a man designated according to his heart. Your heart is the house of who you are. That's where everything dwells. So before your mouth could ever speak it, your mind has to already be thinking it. Notice that's why the enemy always play with your mind first. Because your mind will cause you to see things that aren't really true. says what a man think so is he so God asked the question to you today what are you thinking are you thinking that this whole uh, deliverance piece that manifested in your life are you thinking that that was just temporary and it was just for that moment that day and that time 
Or are you thinking in your mind and allowing it to grab hold of your heart that this time, this thing is eternal in my life and I refuse to let it go. And anything that will try to come and uproot what has gripped my heart I just want to talk because until our thinking change, we will continue to live below God's standards for our lives. He says, look, watch this. Let me, let, let me go here. That's why you've got to be careful of how much you lend your, your mind to individuals. Because the very thing that people work on before they could ever touch your heart is your mind. Because it's in your mind that I have to convince you that it is so. And once I convince you in your mind that it is so, your heart will allow it to be housed. You'll find yourself accepting and doing things that if you were sober in your mind, you would have never allowed. The enemy will have you second guessing stuff that if you were sober minded, you would have never second guessed in your life. You ever been in a place in your life where you second guessed the thing and you were right all the time? I just want to talk about our thinking process because that's going to help carry us to the place of blessing. Do you not know that your mind, your thinking, watch this, the success of your future is hidden in your daily routine and it's creating your success or your failure. What does your mind have you doing daily? That's either making you or breaking you. And it has become a habit. And it has gripped you so much so that anything that will push you or challenge you or stretch you to think out of your daily routine, you call it the devil. So used to going in Safeway. And this particular day, the Lord says, your blessing is in the giant. But the giant is 20 minutes away. But because I'm stubborn. And I'm so used to doing things my way. I refuse to allow my mind to process what God is saying and in my heart divert and go the way that God has challenged me to go. So when we miss the blessings of God, we say, well, well I don't understand. You know, we start blaming church. Don't look like God going to show up for me. He was at the giant waiting. So you missed 
the move of God. And so now you still single for five more years because you're stopping. She was in the giant. But you're thinking. The enemy trips you up in your thinking to say stupid stuff, Mike. Like, well, they have a sale at the Safeway that they don't have at the giant. You see, Chrissy, how cunning the enemy is. By any means necessary. So you rather miss your blessings for $2 off some hot sausage? When had you listened to God, honey, you could have been eating sausages for the rest of your life and wouldn't even have had to go get it. Somebody going to make giant run off the church. But do you see how the enemy manipulates our thinking process? To cause us repeatedly to miss a move of God. What a man think, so is he. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that I don't have the money, so I got to just catch sales. I ain't never, I don't believe God will ever put me in a position where I could just pay full price for nothing. You have insulted God with your thinking. Every now and again, honey, when you, 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 you know you in the red and that $20 is all you got for the week, you ought to challenge God. I'm going to put him through the test. But I was thinking. The enemy has the body of believers thinking and such a this way that we still come to church and give five dollars and I'll put it in our envelope that we paid five for and slide the other 20 you know way back in your in your wallet in your purse and the Holy Ghost says I want to breathe on that 20 but your stubbornness and the enemy saying girl you know you got to go through the rest of the week you know when you leave here you need to go get a loaf of bread child you better put that $5 on they better be glad you did that and, the, and, and God has somebody sitting right in the service that he's waiting to speak to that has your blessing he's just waiting to see if you're going to trust him enough if you're going to be obedient to do what he called you to do what a man think so is he honey what you need is more than a five dollar blessing Come on here. 
How are you asking the Lord for multiple inst- uh, uh, multiple streams of income breakthrough and you can't release the seed that God is asking you to release? Come to deal with the mind of God's people. Because let listen, listen, until you come to a place where you value money, but you don't worship it. That's when God can send a real release. Listen, let me not bore y'all. I'm sorry. I just want to, I just want to, I just want to come to, I want us to come to a place where we break free in our minds. Because watch this, whenever you get total, complete authority over your mind, is nothing that the enemy can do to penetrate your heart, to make you feel downtrodden. There will be some things that will consume you, but it will, that will concern you, but not consume you. I'm consumed because I don't trust God. I'm consumed because I never let, I let a negatron get in my ear gates. I'm consumed because my relationship with God isn't solid. When your relationship is tight, the enemy, you listen, you can walk up in the Walmart and see your boo in the aisle talking to a a long-term friend. And the first thing you won't do is jump to conclusions. I ain't getting no amens on that because some of y'all still crazy. You'll be able to walk up and say, what's up, bruh? Hey, sweetheart, how you doing? What else you need me to get, baby, out the store and be able to go in the next aisle because you trust the relationship. But it starts with your mind. Some of us haven't been built up and restored in our minds because you will call so many bees, oh my God, that you start believing that that's who you were. You will call so many loud, down low, nasty, trashy. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Y'all bunch of religious people. Come on here, I can testify. Some of y'all jokers was called so many man whores and this and that that you don't believe in your mind that God can fix it let alone fix you so we begin to carry our thinking into everything that becomes a part of us we treat it as what we were called but we say we're ready for the blessings of God. Let me 
tell you how you're not ready. Because every time God sends a blessing, you mess it up. You self-sabotage. And anything pertaining to the blessing that remotely, slightly makes a mistake, you call it the devil. That's the devil. That ain't from God. I don't, I don't believe God want to bless me like that anyway. You're thinking. We got to change our thinking. Well, you know, you know, my, my, my mama said I wasn't going to be nothing. You know, my family said I'm going to be just like my mama. You know, my, my uncle them said I'm going to be just like my daddy. You grabbed it. Ask your neighbor, why did you grab it? You grabbed it. And you allowed it to manifest in your mind. And then take root in your heart. So here you are, 10 years later, still living it. And the, the scripture clearly states that he desires for you to have great success. Not just success. Great success. But our thinking, we have become so stubborn. Our hearts are so calloused. Our ears are so stopped up that if God was speaking to you now, you can't even hear that it's God. The enemy is making you think. Some of y'all are sit right in church and tell my pastor talking about me. Child, my life is too full of joy. My life is too full of trying to make streams of income to be sitting around thinking about on Sunday morning, getting in God's pulpit preaching about you. trying to help you like God had to help me. You see how the enemy works? Oh, they, they talking about me. Anything that the devil can use to stop you from getting a breakthrough, to stop you from getting free, he'll use it. God wants to deal with the minds of his people because we believe that we're missing moments and that we're missing moves of God because of God. I'm not, I'm not where I am, you know, because because what? Because the enemy still has a loophole in your mind. 
So here I am. I get free. I get delivered. I'm feeling good. I'm on fire again. I believe God. Yes, the devil like, go ahead. I'm going to give you 24 hours of that. And then I'm going to test you to see how free you are. I'm going to test you to see if you still left a little space for me in your mind. To be able to come to kill, steal, and destroy what God released to you. You got to fill your mind with the word of God. So that your response to situations and circumstance, you can't even change your response until you change your mind. said you can't respond different until you change your mind and in order to change your mind your mind has to be filled with the word of God he says as a man think in his heart. That's who he is. If you believe that you can achieve a thing. You are an achiever. If you believe. That you can overcome. Then you are an overcomer. What do you believe in your heart? I'm so over uh, rehearsing and talking about Pastor Joe uh, the last five years of my life. When I got a whole 40 more years to live and enjoy. But it's what I think. Because whatever I think about my life, that's what I'm going to walk out. I can't, I can't afford that. That's what you think. But the mind of Christ, if you had the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ is if I be in you and you be in me, you can ask what you will. He said the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, they that dwell. The mind of Christ. Deuteronomy 28. You heard that, Pastor Joe. Press down, shake it together, and running over. That was a good place to hit a note, Mike. Wake up, son. I told, I told myself by next year, I'm going to be able to fly them all. But you got to know the word. Listen. Being broke is not the will of God. That is not the children's bread. But what are you thinking? 
Well, you know, Pastor, I just, I just can't get over the fact that, you know, I, I had an abortion about five years ago, and I just can't get over it. Girl, you know how many people in the room done did that? You got to tell the devil, shut up. That was my former life. Oh, but my future, I see it greater. I see it bigger. I see it prosperous and fruitful. You got to tell the devil, I shall multiply in every area of my life. I decree and declare in this moment that I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the bar. Come on here, anybody in the room that says I'm getting ready to change my thinking. a royal priesthood I am a chosen generation I am the called of Christ the hand of the Lord is upon me he has anointed me to preach and set at liberty those that are captive why because my thinking changed I see different. You will see different when your thinking change. He says, he says that your heart is the home of who you are. Some of us in the room need a heart transplant. So who am I so? Some of us got to start getting some shovels in the spirit and start digging some stuff out of our heart. You've got to come to a place where you got to say, honey, you ain't that great in my life. Man, you ain't that great to allow this root of bitterness and unforgiveness to stay here any longer. Lord, give me the shovel so I can start digging. God was to release the blessing today. Is there any room in your heart for it? Is there any room in there for it? Some of y'all are, are packing and pushing stuff and, and trying to play stuff in your heart. God said it ain't time. It ain't the season for you. Yeah. Yeah. You want to know if something belongs in your heart. Challenge it first. Some of y'all won't challenge the thing because you think this your last stop. So if it ain't the season, pastor just saying that because she don't want me to be happy. She don't want me to be with nobody. She don't want me to have nothing. No, baby, pastor telling you that because I walked that out and six months, a year from now, I don't want you on my phone. I wish I would have. Tell your neighbor, challenge it. 
and see if it belonged there. People scared to challenge stuff because we too desperate. I don't know what this, where this spirit Mother Green came from, but the spirit of death of desperation has hit the kingdom of God and we are willing to settle and sell out my God we are willing to play with our witness come on here just to have something connected to us or to be identified with the opposite sex the devil is a liar Tell your neighbor, test it. I'm not even gonna go there. I'm gonna go. I'm on. I'm gonna slide to my next scripture. I'm gonna. I'm gonna slide to my next scripture, daughter. I'm gonna. I'm gonna slide to my next. Come on here, cause, 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 cause there's a spirit that been unleashed that says you've been delivered from this but I'm going to make you thirsty my God my way of your deliverance I'm getting ready to fill that empty place with desperation I'm trying to be good I'm trying to be good I'm trying to be good because the enemy, the enemy, the enemy, he, he done unleashed the spirit. It ain't no new thing. It was just a thing that couldn't, it couldn't pierce you. It couldn't pierce your mind. It couldn't pierce your heart. Because you was focused on God. And now that you're focused on yourself, being satisfied and gratified, the enemy has come in. And now he's exposing the spirit of desperation amongst the believers. I'm not talking about the word where I feel lonely. That's what you think? Lonely, that's what's in your heart? When your mind is the mind of Christ, you won't be talking about I'm lonely. You'll be saying, Lord, I thank you for filling every dry place in my life. Father, I thank you for keeping me because I really want to be kept, Lord. Creating me a clean heart, renew a right spirit in me so I can talk different, I can think different, I can see different. What's in your, what's in your heart? You craving fleshly things over God. Honey, I question your Holy Ghost. Come on here. Because anything that will allow me to be exposed and uncovered ain't from God. I'm going to go ahead and do this offering because I feel it right here. I feel y'all, some of y'all mad right here. We think that the only way we can gain something healthy is by
by laying down with it. We think that the only way we can gain something worth having is spend by her Gucci bags and Louis Vuitton shoes and all this superficial stuff. Come on here. But how many of you know that God wants to put you in a position where you can get your own I don't want stuff. I want to be covered. I don't want stuff. I want to be loved. I don't want stuff. I want to be pushed in my anointing. You in a bad place if neither one of y'all got a brain. I can buy my own stuff. I want somebody that can lay hands on me and say, girl, boy, man. It's gonna be alright in the morning. You don't have it because you won't challenge it. And if you already got it, you better put a demand on it to pull it up out of them. To pull it up out of her. You think God going to honor you? You preaching, you teaching. Yeah, Mike, you can play well. Yeah, Mark, you can play the drum. But God ain't going to honor you in your house tour. You just want to be anointed and not be a good spouse. You can't want God to lay his hands on you, but you can't be a good wife. What you thinking? What you thinking? We think we can speak in tongue and roll in the floor and our spouses have to stay committed to us because of that. If you speaking in tongue and rolling in the floor and doing intercessory prayer, but you ain't cooking and you ain't cleaning, and Susie is willing to do that, and see the church got it messed. The enemy has us focused. On just carrying and walking out the spiritual while we're leaving the natural unfulfilled. You ain't ready. We should have, we should have took up the offering on that. They mad at me. You tell my pet, I don't understand. Why they want to work so much? Because you a knife, a knife and not a wife. Watch this. Watch this. 
y'all can talk about Delilah all y'all want but y'all better learn how Delilah rolled Delilah was so smooth that she guess what watch this Samson trusted Delilah so much so that she wasn't just able to woo him he found her to be a safe place they ain't coming home because you ain't safe you want to talk about what we argued about three months ago just because a man loves differently doesn't mean he don't love equally and you can't identify with it because you don't know his love language because you too busy shouting and not learning your man talking about our thinking our thinking you can get him but can you keep him what you're thinking is being displayed through your mouth we don't tear down we build up wherever she is weak wherever he is weak you build up if you got the anointed to speak in tongue but you're not anointed to build something is wrong serve a balance call you can't be saying dumb stuff like I, I don't want you no way you, you're with your crazy self you this you that you that you this your words are powerful so you're saying that of the world and Suki at work is saying kingdom stuff She's saying stuff like, you're so powerful. Oh my God, you carry out assignments and a correct. Oh my God, I see how your work ethics are. They are so amazing. You are so brilliant. You are so smart. what the enemy do he works on that and next thing you know she's like oh it ain't nothing we cool let's just go let's go eat lunch I'm gonna treat you and we too busy shouting with no discernment we don't even see that your spouse is bleeding hurting desiring something so much more than what you're giving 
What's in your heart? Uh-uh. You got me, right, bro? Because I hear the Holy Ghost saying in this moment, for some of you that God is a God that can restore. Some of y'all have hit below the belt. I'm talking to married folk now. Some of y'all have hit below the belt. And y'all have come to a place now where you're like, I don't know that if this can be repaired. God says, I'm a repairer of the breach. But God says, I will never go against what your heart desire is. You got a desire in your heart. You can begin again. And you can start over. The enemy wants to make a mockery out of the kingdom of God. And so what he does, he's causes, he causes the highest rate of divorce to begin in the church. It don't make sense to me that worldly people can stay longer, married longer than people in the house of God. What are you thinking? Because what's, what you're thinking has manifested in your heart and you're speaking it out of your mouth. We haven't even got to half of what I wanted to say. Lord have mercy. Hallelujah. Because Solomon, he prayed in the book of 1 Kings. I'm done. We're we going to walk this thing the rest of the month. In 1 Kings, the, uh, the third chapter, Solomon, he prayed that God will give him a wise and a discerning heart. Honey, that heart will mess you up. Because your heart will cause you to make decisions uh, that will cost you later. The Bible never tells your heart to be sober. It tells your mind to be sober. And it challenges your eye gates to be vigilant. Too many of us are moved by our hearts. You have to pray about the condition of your heart. Bible says out of the abundance of the heart. Oh, your mouth can't even speak unless something is in your heart that gives it the authority to speak it and release it. You can't keep speaking based and predicated upon what you see. You got to begin to tell yourself, uh-uh, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. You got to begin to say, trouble don't last always. You got to begin to say, uh-uh, no, we're not going to do that up in here. We're not going to talk to each other like that up in here. No, I value you too much to cuss you out. No, 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 that's not God. I can't, I can't, I can't cause you to, to run to the person that I say I serve cussing you out. Oh, I know I ain't going to get no amens. 
That's not God for us to be fighting. That's not God. But fight is in your heart because of what you've been through. And so God has come to process our hearts this month. What a man think, so is he. Let this mind be in you. And the only way the mind of Christ can be in you is that you read the word of God and get it in you. We didn't even get to the part where he talks about thinking on those things that are good, lovely, and of a good report. Man, we're going to walk this mind thing out. Because if our minds can begin to shift, we will be a force to be reckoned with. Do you not know the, the, the Spirit of God was speaking to me driving here? Do you not know that a, the spirit of offense starts in your mind? Once it enters your mind and you let it grab your heart, then you start feeling offended. It's not until it hits your heart that you begin to feel offended. Because when it's just in your mind is a thought of a possibility of could I be. But when it hit my heart, it becomes an emotion. And then I respond to the emotion of my heart. Some stuff wasn't meant to offend you. But you waited too long and you kicked it around too long instead of kicking it out and before it became an emotion. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Did this word help us today? It's impossible to be a new creature with the old mind. He said you can't put new wine in old wine skins because it'll burst. I'm trying to help us. Watch this and I'm done. Even if something appears to look like Something that you have experienced of the past don't mean that it is. So, hey, glory. So the enemy is tripping us up by way of appearance of a thing. I saw this in my last. In my old church, on my old job, in my last relationship. Oh, keep delivering us, Jesus. 
deliverance is a continual. Paul said, daily I got to beat my flesh. Daily I got to challenge my mind. Because my mind will tell me when opposition come, go get me a cigarette, go get me a drink, go roll me a blunt, go sex it out. Y'all ain't got to say amen. The devil will play with your mind and tell you go get a temporary fix. But he doesn't tell you the consequence after you get fixed. taking too long for me to get where I want to be in life. I'm going to go back and sell drugs. Let me know how I work out for you. Enemy trip us up. But God comes to go after our thinking today. Lord have mercy. Let me, y'all stand. I'm done. We're going to walk this thing out. Because he come to set the captive free. If my mind can shift, I will see my life differently. I will handle things differently. I will handle people differently. I was, I was, we getting ready to do communion. I was hardcore, Jerisa. I was hard, honey. I was, I would jump. What? Wasn't pliable. Afraid to be vulnerable. Because of what my mind thought. I thought being vulnerable was weak. I thought being vulnerable meant I could let you just walk all over top of me and that's not going to happen. What a man thinks in his heart. And so now I take the position of the man. And leave him no role. So now it's going to be my well, no way. I'm going to run this ship. This how this going to sail. And then I'm looking at him talking about, well, what's the vision for the house? He's like, you took it. <laughs> Glory to God. How many of y'all know that's a sin? And you're like, I'm just sick of him because he can't lead me nowhere. He can't lead because you in the way. Why? Because of your thinking. He not weak you too hard. The problem is, I... I value things more 
because I, I know who I am. I'm more secure. I'm more confident in who I am and not who I, I allow people to make me to become. So you talking about God? He can't lead this family. He ain't this. He ain't that. She ain't this. She ain't that. That's what you think. You have to shift your prayer. Shift your prayer. And you got to challenge what you want to become. As for me and my house. We will serve God. What does serving God look like? You know what the problem is? Y'all come and move this table so I can shut my mouth. We don't give each other room to grow and be who we are and speak to those low areas in each other's lives to become better. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? says what a man thinks in his heart so is he let this mind be in you be in you this mind has to be in you you have to have a mind to want to do what's right let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. Today, I decree and declare over this communion that this will be the beginning of a new mind. This will be a new beginning of your way of thinking. I pray that this uh, juice that simplifies the blood of Christ, I pray, pray that it will wash your old way of thinking and it will bring you into a new nature by way of your thoughts. I decree and declare that your mind will be strengthened today by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to Healing Hearts Worship Center podcast. Please follow us on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram, as well as our website, www.hhwc10.com for updates of all our events. If you would like to donate to our ministry, please visit www.hhwc10.com and hit the donate button or www.hhwc10.com.
EzekielGiving.com forward slash HHWC or text to give 240-660-4492. We hope that the word that you heard was a blessing to you. And remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. For we walk by faith and not by sight. We love you to life. Peace be unto you. Grace and peace be multiplied.